Darling. Oh, what an equaliser out of nothing from Harry Darling. From 30 yards, nothing on, and it's just flew into the bottom corner. Swansea level, and it's the defender with a thunderbolt. 1-1. Friday. Welcome to this week's edition of the Anytime Notebook. Uh, good evening, John. Uh, easy game this, right? Good evening, mate. Yeah, easy game. Don't worry about it. Just back the winners. Don't back any losers. Uh, apart from the, apart from Ryan Leak coming on with about 10 seconds to go, it would have been perfect. But uh, I, think, I can't go. remember which bookmakers do void it if they don't start, but it wasn't my one. But so that was that was it took a took a bit of the um the shine off. But Harry Darling, 11 to all. Sean McConville, eleven to two. I think he went off in the end. Uh, I mentioned. I think we should mention. I think we both saw on Twitter. Ross McIntosh, who I know the keen listener to the pod, uh, put up Conor Oglevy for for Pompey twenty two to one. I think if Raggett hadn't have started, I'd have put him straight in, and it could have been um could have been paying off the mortgage type type weekend. So it's a great shout from Ross. Um, uh, w- reflections on the first weekend, John. What um. <laughs> What floated your boat? What did you see? Yeah, fantastic by Ross. Uh, I got another message from another listener who'd put in a couple of the other ones from the uh, the league previews, and he'd had a, a nice few quid, so that's good to hear. Good. Uh, as for last week, we've got just a few general notes. I thought Piero looked very sharp for Swansea, despite not netting. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the bets last week, Nathan Woodgordon had seemed to be quite quite well targeted from set pieces. He only had one half chance. Uh, I noticed that Hull were using the overlapping centre-backs even more than late last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that could be good news for Jacob Greaves, who I thought I'd yeah. mention yet again, even though he's probably leaving. Um, so if he goes to Middlesbrough, which he might do, then I can just back him there instead. That's right. That's right. That's, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> just a shorter price, shorter price loser. <laughs> It was a it was a it was a good weekend, wasn't it, for familiar centre backs? I think um, I saw oh, yeah. Fraser yeah. Horse for Carl Piergiani, Will Nightingale in in League Two, yeah, Connor Hall and um, John Brayford in League One as well. It was it was looking at the shot lists. It was um, yeah, same old business as usual. Um, yeah, I thought I thought I hadn't refreshed the new season. To be honest, I thought I was looking at last <laughs> year because it was just like the same. Now, I mean, do get that a lot because. But different teams, even some of them, and just the same old names. Uh, I've got, a, there's a few others, League One. I thought Aaron Morley at Bolton was a little bit further forward than last season. Mm-hmm. Um, very good XG last week. He's not a regular scorer, but he's still only 22, which caught me. I thought he'd been around a bit longer than that. And he could be just kicking into gear. So I'm keeping an eye on him. He was close this week, actually. Uh, Accrington, because I don't mention them enough. So I thought I'd mention them this week. <laughs> Uh, McConville obviously netted for us, which was great. He actually played more as a second striker at home, even more than a winger. He's even further forward than last year. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on. Loaded really well as a target man as well, better than I thought he would do. He looks like he's developed quite a lot over the summer. Uh, really good link-up play and had a few chances as well. They did look a little bit all over the shop defending set pieces, uh, possibly missing Ross Sykes there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cole, yeah. John, yeah, John John Coleman did mention in his press conference that they hadn't had as much time to work on it as they normally do. So I suspect they'll get that right. But 
it's just something maybe to look at. I think they're they're away at Shrewsbury this weekend, but the, I did look at that. But the Shrewsbury prices are a little bit short for me. Mm. I got excited midweek when I saw um, that. Um, who's the Belgian team that he plays for? What side? They played Rangers, didn't they, in the week? Uh, yeah, U- just, Union something. Yeah, Union uh, Gal was. I had to have. I think I had two plus at two hundred fifty to one just for just for a bit of nostalgia and um, without too much thought. But, yeah. You know, you know, you know. I did. I didn't tell you, but you know, I did. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't text you because I thought we both. No, no, we you just, just knew it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched. Uh, I was at Sixfield uh, last weekend, um, despite I think along with Blues fans on their way to Luton, and um, got stuck on the M1 for a fair bit, which was good to see football return and getting stuck in um, M1 service stations. Uh, Colchester were pretty bad. Um, I watched Colvin Matelli on uh, Sunday and I thought they were they were still good it was a good weekend for reflecting on kind of Sunday and having a look at formations and you know where everyone was and anything that we that we quite surprised with um I think you know there wasn't too much that stood out but I think we might have just pinpointed a couple where their prices don't necessarily tell the story of where their position was on the pitch and and the, the chance that they might have of scoring this weekend. So um, I know we've got a couple of selections each. I am nothing if not superstitious, John. Uh, and I remembered that we had a good weekend last weekend and you started us off. So did you want to start us off uh, with the first selection in our lucky 15 for, um, for the uh, 6th of August? Yes, mate. So the, the nap will be uh, Harrogate away at Crew, and it will be Alex Patterson. Uh, about, there's six to one about. He, he's a consistent scorer since he's gone to Harrogate. He's one, one in three man last season, really. He scored last weekend. Crew gave up plenty of chances, even though they beat Rochdale. They're very fortunate to hang on. They still look to mess defensively to me. Um, I'll just six to one. It's just a simple case of too big. I think it should be about four. So I'm quite happy with the sixes for Alex Patterson for Harrogate. Just, I think it's a great shout. And if you, if we think the six to one is wrong, I just noticed he scored three braces in the last year. So two plus, I think, is 80 to one, which is probably worth worth covering. Yeah, as well. we'll be having a bit of that as well, no doubt. We sure will be. I will start us off with uh, Tranmere or opposing Tranmere. Just a bit of analysis last weekend of all the teams that to kind of aerial duels and see whether it gives us an indication as to how bad at set pieces they might be. Tranmere lost pretty much every aerial duel that they contested last week to uh, in the defeat to Stevenage. So to Peter Clark has gone, Knight Percival has gone. I saw Tom Davis is injured. John Turnbull is still injured. I know Ross, who we mentioned earlier on Twitter, he mentioned kind of Hiram Boatang who was very shot happy last week in the loss to Salford. But another that caught my eye was Riley Harbottle. He had a nice debut in the back three alongside John Joe O'Toole, only 21 years old, six foot two. Another one of those, you know, good forest ball playing defenders that looks a threat from set pieces that are coming off the conveyor belt. Um, I think he found some nice space again, you know, from Mansfield set pieces. The XG probably didn't tell the whole story, but, you know, more importantly, just won his aerial jewels in the Salford box. A little bit of kind of video evidence going back to um, some of those Forest under-23 games and some Caribou Cup games. And he does look for the ball. It's typical kind of early season speculation, but he could be one to keep an eye on this year. And he's definitely one to keep an eye on um, when he uh, when he faces up against this Tranmere back line on Saturday. So really Harbottle might not be a name familiar to most, but 20 to 1 um, you can get on the 21-year-old defender notching 
on Saturday. Uh, two good selections there, hopefully. Where are we going next, John? This is a this is a risky one, but it's, there's a few reasons for it. I've gone with Tom Naylor for Wigan away at Norwich. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, I'm never keen on getting with a player when a team's such a big price in the outright because obviously their goal line will be low. So you're really going against the curve here. But there's a few reasons. Uh, one is that Grant Grant Hanley suspended. So I suspect they will be Norwich are potentially vulnerable in the air. And mm-hmm. uh, Wigan had a very good week last week from set pieces. Unlucky not to notch. Um, I was actually interested in Jason Kerr, but he came off the bench for Watmore after about half an hour. But there's a few conflicting things I've read saying Watmore might play, Kerr might play. So I've left Kerr. If Kerr started, I would be interested in Kerr as well. But Tom Fly is a f- Tom Fly. Tom that Tom Nail is a fairly consistent scorer, um, especially the last couple of years. He chips in every now and then. He had a couple fall to him in the box last week, which is kind of how he gets his goals. He's, he seems to be good at sniffing them out from the edge of the box. 20s is just about playable, especially with Hanley out for Norwich. Great stuff. Tom Naylor there for Wigan. Uh, I'm going to finish us off with um, this feels this feels so muggy, this one. I, 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 I'm denied about putting this one up, thinking that... Um, this person would have appeared on plenty of trackers this week. Let's go Forest Green Rovers, who I think are at home to Ipswich. So out goes Nicky Cadden, out goes Kane Wilson, but they pick up what it looks like is a new wing back in Carl McAllister from St Mirren. I've had a look back at John, it appears that St Mirren fans absolutely despised him, and I'm sure I'm missing something here. And if you were at Bristol Rovers on Saturday, feel free to call me out on this on social media. But he's it looks like he started off at left wing back. But he's been absolutely everywhere. So five shots, three on target. The highlights that I've seen is the quickest to break when when Rovers goalkeeper Luke McGee's kind of got the ball in his hands, motoring up and down the pitch on the left hand side, on the right hand side. Most of the, I think two of those three shots were were from in the area where he's the furthest person forward. Really should have had two goals. You look at his sporadic appearances in Scotland. He's He's been coming on as a substitute in the front three, and he's got plenty of kind of centre-forward experience there as well. So I'm not sure what's going on. It feels ever so muggy, but uh, at nine to one, I'm prepared to kind of back him and, and find out whether it's just looks good on paper and we're missing something here. But Carl McAllister for Forest Green Rovers, even though they're home against a, a fancied side in Ipswich, I thought nine to one was a, was a nice one to add to the lucky 15. So, Carl McAllister and Wiley Harbottle for me. John, just remind me who you've um, who you who you put up. Uh, we've got Tom Naylor for Wigan and Alex Patterson for Harrogate. Fantastic. Any anyone else kind of take your notice this week that we that we should potentially keep on side? Uh, yeah, there's like I mean, there's always loads this time of year because it's quite hard to start whittling them down now. But previously mentioned Aaron Morley at Bolton, but. <laughs> Playing Wickham just puts me off because uh, when you're playing those sort of defensively strong sides, you've got to have a little bit more in your favour, I think. Uh, He's still quite a big price, though, so I was close with him. The other one is uh, just more of a team thing. I I had a look back at Walsall's set pieces last week. Yep. Uh, They had about four different takers. They're all very accurate. There's some look like well-designed moves, some cutbacks to the edge of the area, all very well executed. Uh, Peter Clark would be the most obvious there, but I thought 
I was tempted almost by Manny Monthe, yeah, uh, who headed one back for the fourth goal, which. Again, this is where, like you said earlier, you need to look beyond the XG sometimes because he registered a zero XG for that game, even though his header back created the goal. We had another one that nearly fell to him. We had another one that he flicked on that was from a bad angle, which wouldn't have registered. But there was enough there to to think there's chances there. He's never really been prolific, but he's also been made captain this season. Sometimes small things like that can just kick players on. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fancy facing a back three of Peter Clark, Donver and Dan, Daniels and Montfe anytime soon myself. Um, Good times for Walsall. Plenty of sure sins, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're away at Newport this weekend, so just put me off really. Again, they're not, wouldn't be a game I'd look at and think, oh, that's a, a set pieces game, but I'm just going to keep an eye on them the next few weeks. Certainly, in some names they're familiar with um, with the Anytime Notebook. I just had one more, just because I saw Colchester last week. Didn't think they were up to much. Thought they were, you know, vulnerable to 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 to, to you know attacking wing backs getting down the um, getting down the flanks. And I thought Jack Armour at Carlisle was was worth noting here. Given plenty of freedom to get down the left hand side, you'd expect him to be productive. He had a couple of kind of pot shots last week, um, but certainly you know heading in the right direction. I thought twenty to one looks a bit of a steal there. If um yeah, if we get if we get to two p.m. tomorrow, we check a bit of team news and a couple take our fancy. Then there should be plenty for people to get stuck into there. Check out um theanytimenotebook.com for more content. Let us know on social media what it is that you're backing. Um, we've got a, a shrewd, insightful group of followers, John, and um, they are full of little nuggets that are going to help us navigate our way through this season and make a little bit of money as well. So I'd advise everyone to get stuck in. Um, John, looking forward to the weekend? Yes, mate. You've done some fantastic work on the website the last week, by the way. A really good article. So everyone should go and check that out. Uh, I'm hoping to go and, if I get time, I might try and get to Donny versus Sutton. Um, I like I like the glamorous fixtures. To check Let's out that, see, yeah, what we got. To check out that Sutton back line. See how um yeah, and, uh, yeah, see and, how, uh, Joe yeah. Kizzy's doing. Good luck to uh, Gary McSheffrey as well at Doncaster, who will um, always hold a special yeah. place in the uh, Coventry's house. I'll be at Stoke tomorrow. Hopefully, I'll get to see a game on Sunday as long as the pitch at the Coventry Building Society Arena holds up. Um, have a great weekend, everyone. Uh, be lucky, and we'll speak to you next week. Mm-hmm.